On our HeartSpeak podcast today, the podcasts are Baylor Scott & White, Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Fort Worth. Dr. Dan Meyer, our cardiothoracic surgeon, who's the chief of heart transplantation and advanced circulatory support at Baylor University Medical Center, part of Baylor Scott & White Health, is going to discuss ECMO, a versatile machine that replaces lung and heart function by pumping the body's blood supply. I'm Scott Webb and Dr. Meyer. ECMO has gained national and international attention in the past few years because of its usage to treat patients with COVID-19. But ECMO's been around for a long time, long before the pandemic. So what is ECMO? Well, ECMO, it stands for Extracorporeal Membrane Oxygenation. And basically, it's a machine that gives the body oxygen and pumps the blood, just like if you're on a heart-lung machine in the operating room. So it's a, a device that supports the lungs when the lungs are the issue, and it supports the heart when the heart's the issue. So there's a couple uh, types of ECMO that we use, and depending on this particular patient situation. But you're right, with COVID-19, the use of ECMO has been well recognized uh, internationally, and we've been quite busy in leading the charge here in the Texas region. Yeah, I've been reading that the ECMO program at Baylor University Medical Center has been in existence for 10 years. You've treated over 1,000 patients with ECMO. Maybe you could just tell us a little bit more about that as sort of life-saving technology. Yes, well, it's been around for a while, but not used as much in adults. It started really with neonates, and then there was some use in adult respiratory failure before, you know, over 10 years ago. But then it really started to have a better outcomes because of uh, technology that is used in patient selection. And so the program really started, like you said, 10 years ago and really has built up and initially mostly for support of our quite large uh, heart transplant program and cardiac surgery program. And then with the COVID-19, as you said, the program really became even larger. In the Baylor Scott & White system, there's four major medical centers that do ECMO. And so we developed a collaborative coalition of all our four main ECMO centers. And it's been pretty interesting because all the experts from these different centers uh, get together on a monthly basis on a call. And we have developed over the years protocols and the guidelines, best practices for the management of these patients. And it's really helped patients all throughout the region because we uh, share our practices and look at our outcomes very closely. And has been really a good learning experience for all the clinicians and, again, a great plus for the patients. Yeah, I'm sure. And it could never hurt to have everybody on the same page. So great to hear that you guys get together, you know, frequently and talk ECMO, if you will. And, you know, it sounds like you're very familiar, lots of patients over the years. Maybe you can go through, you touched on it a little bit, maybe you can go through and tell us when ECMO is really needed. Well, when we think about ECMO, we divide it kind of into two categories. And one is ECMO to support the heart. And so that's called arterial ECMO. And that's where we take blood from the patient out of their veins, run it through our pump and our device that gives the blood the oxygen, and then run it back to the patient in their arterial system to really take over the function of the heart while the heart is able to recover. And so this is in situations where perhaps they had open heart surgery and they had a weak heart going into the surgery and they just needed some extra support afterwards, and this is when ECMO is used for that. Sometimes it's when we have unexpected issues during heart surgery and we need uh, support afterwards to get off the heart-lung machine. So there's a number of 
times we use it. Sometimes it's in patients who have known heart failure, and this is kind of a big area that we use it in, who have heart failure. They may be being evaluated for a heart transplant or a support device, and then they get worse, and we have to urgently place them on ECMO until we can either recover them or get to the next step, which would be transplant or a uh, what we call a ventricular assist device. And then recently with, again, this Levino arterial ECMO, there's a, a big kind of a push and kind of a new technique that's used in patients that have heart attacks, and it's called eCPR, so ECMO CPR. And it's not done at very many places. And again, Baylor has been the leader in the region for this as well, and working with our EMS or our emergency medical services teams, the fire department, to bring patients to us that they have chest pain and the paramedics figure out that they have had a heart attack. And if they're very unstable, they sometimes contact us ahead of time. So our ECMO team is waiting for them in the emergency department. And if necessary, we can put them on ECMO immediately and get them to the cath lab. And uh, we've saved many patients in this manner. So that's called eCPR. And again, that's really a new area of ECMO support. So that's the arterial side, pretty complicated as you can see. But then there's what we call the lung support, the veno-veno ECMO, and that takes blood from the venous system again, but brings it back to the venous system, but near, closer to the lungs. And so it actually takes over the function of the lungs instead of just taking over the function of the heart and lungs. It's just taking care of the lungs. And this is where the COVID-19 usage really flourished. Everyone has learned a lot over the last two, two and a half years in taking care of these patients. And it has been a lifesaver for many patients, supporting them until the COVID-19 lung inflammation is resolved. And it was used even before that, before COVID, with just regular pneumonia and then a lot of the viral pneumonia, the H flu, is where it really got a lot of use later in the 2015, 2016 time period. So that's where that's used. Again, that's called the Vino Vino ECMO. It's really amazing how versatile ECMO is. And I'm sure it's one of these things that, you know, when ECMO started, everyone was like, okay, well, how do we use this thing? What are we going to use it for? And over the years, it's just broadened and expanded all the way up through the present with uh, COVID-19. I'm sure there are some risks, especially with removal of ECMO. Maybe you can take us through that. Yeah. But one other thing about the VV ECMO with uh, COVID, many of the patients all over the region, all over the country were in a you know, difficult situation because they first were managed just with uh, supplemental oxygen and then they have to go on a ventilator if they get worse. And if there's nothing that can be done short of the ventilator, that's when the ECMO would be needed, but not many places would have it. And so we would have to use our team to go and put the patients on ECMO at the site. So we'd send a team of surgeons and perfusionists to different sites to put the patients on ECMO and then transport them back to our center. And so Baylor really has led the charge in this on-site ECMO cannulation and, and transport. And so that's been a really big part of our program as well. But in terms of complications, they start from the beginning, from placing the cannula. There's fewer complications nowadays with that because of the techniques we use. But every day you're on ECMO is a day, unfortunately, you can have complications, even though, again, in the majority of patients it helps, but every day on ECMO is a day you can have bleeding complications, which is kind of the main problem that we see, and then more infections just by having so many 
different tubes in the patient's circulation. From the COVID population, we really learned that all the healthcare providers had to be pretty patient because these patients could be on ECMO for over a month. They could be on for two months. And there's places that have had patients on for you know, three to four months just waiting for those lungs to recover. So as you can imagine, being in the ICU for that long, a lot of opportunity for infections. But another area, again, where I think I have to give credit to the team here at Baylor took the lead is in early mobilization of the ECMO patients in the COVID-19 population. And patients on these devices, you know, usually they're lying flat in the bed because they've got these giant catheters in their vascular supply system. But over time, we move these to different areas like in their upper body so they can mobilize better. And even on the ventilator and even on ECMO, we get these patients walking. That's been a big part of the recovery and survival in this population. Yeah, and you mentioned the team there. As we wrap up here, I want to have you talk a little bit about your team there at Baylor Dallas. I know it's one of 12 ECMO programs in the U.S. that received the highest award possible from the Extracorporeal Life Support Organization. Pretty cool. So what sets BSW Dallas and the program apart? Well, like you said, we're one of the few what they call platinum centers where it's a designation that's based on a number of factors that, you know, it just shows a dedication to the ECMO technology and support. It it looks at your outcomes, your infrastructure, your innovation research that's done, and the community education. All these things take into account and based on this, if you know you have all these components in place, you can be uh, fortunate enough to become platinum status. And it just takes a really dedicated team of physicians, nurses, respiratory therapists, physical therapists, administrators, the whole team, uh, nutritionists, to run a program like this and to have the outcomes that we've been fortunate enough to see. Yeah, well, it's really amazing, and I've appreciated learning more about ECMO today and just how versatile it is and how great your team is that you've assembled there, getting together, getting on the same page, best practices, and so on. So, Doctor, thanks so much for your time. You stay well. Okay, thank you. To find an advanced heart failure cardiologist on the medical staff at Baylor Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Baylor University Medical Center, call 1-844-BSW-DOCS. To learn more about the Advanced Heart Failure Program, visit bswhealth.com slash heartdfw or download the Baylor Heart Center app on your Apple device. Thanks for listening to Heart Speak, the podcast for Baylor Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital in Dallas and Fort Worth. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for additional topics of interest. I'm Scott Webb. Thanks for listening. Baylor Scott & White Heart and Vascular Hospital, Dallas and Fort Worth. Joint ownership with physicians.